Twas five nights before Christmas, Papa Tarmac gathers the knights at Echelon's lair. Cody La Cabra, Daddy Clink the mayor, had to bring in AJ back because his work gets people shook. Brandon and Carcine showing them boys can cook. Finally, on to our final night, Automata of Alex, whose photography slays and her M3 is so fly. Welcome to the season finale of Tormenting Tarmac, where the enthusiast never dies. After several bloopers, which I may or may not leave in, I'm not sure. But anyways, happy holidays to you all. We're coming to you live and direct right here out of the north end of Scottsdale. Cody Nagowski sitting to my left. AJ Shipidowski sitting right across from me. Alex Scudlow once more across from me. Caitlin Clink is in the building all the way from Texas. And then Brandon from Car Scenes also joins us. We are the Knights of the Photography Roundtable, even though I'm not a photographer. But this is our second edition of this wonderful setup. And uh, I want to thank each and every single person that's here uh, for being here tonight. Really appreciate it. Um, we did this all the way back in January during uh, Scottsdale Car Week. It was a blast. Um, shout out to Riley who was here with us. Of course, he wasn't able to go ahead and be with us this evening. But it's all good. Shout out, Big shout out to Riley. And uh, Caitlin was supposed to be with us, but literally flew in probably half an hour after I'd started recording that night, yeah. which is nobody's fault, obviously, <laughs> except for whoever is flying American Airlines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that being said, um, it's great to see you all. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing wonderful. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Good. Big shout out. To, first of all, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Cody, thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. Sh You're big welcome. shout out to Echelon Autosports for allowing us to go ahead and use the, uh, the conference room and whatnot. If you need to go ahead and get any PPF done, if you need to go ahead and get just anything cool done to your car, Hit up Echelon on Instagram. You can hit up Cody as well on Instagram. You can hit up Matt. Big shout out to Matt. Um, and just hit them up. They'll be happy to go ahead and take care of you and all that good stuff. That is not a premium promotion. That's just me being very incredibly grateful uh, for them allowing us to do it here. What, a fourth time now? Yeah. Yeah, so big shout out to you guys. I appreciate you. Um, we're going to go right around the table. We're going to have everybody reintroduce themselves. For the most part, you guys are probably very familiar with four of these individuals because A, they're very good friends of mine at this point. Uh, B, they've been on the podcast several times. And uh, C, you still need to know how to decipher AJ from Caitlin because obviously their voices sound so similar, clearly. But we'll go ahead and start to my left. Cody, why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to the people. Um, my name is Cody. I'm a photographer out of Scottsdale or California or Florida, anywhere a cool car is. Um, that's just what I do. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass, but if you got a cool car and you're anywhere in the country, let me know, please. Please. <laughs> please. 
Um, Brandon, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself because you're relative, you're a first time on the pod, which I appreciate yes, you coming sir. down, brother. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a, super stoked. To be oh, here. dude, it's an so. absolute treat. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let the people know your Instagram handle. You know what your focus is. You know, I know you do both photography and videography, so yes, just sir. media in, t- in general. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit? So about my name is Brandon. I'm with Car Scenes, or better known as Car Scenes Media. We do photo, video here, especially in the valley. We also like to travel, get around, especially around the west coast um we just love to work with some really cool cars especially private clients so it's kind of our main niche right now work with some businesses if you've been seeing we've been putting out some pretty cool stuff but yeah just kind of same thing just hanging around just trying to make our way in this pretty cool community so. it's an it's an excellent community and i'm not just saying that because i'm a part of it um I'm, I, they've been treating me very well for the last couple of years and i couldn't agree with you more AJ, my friend, my brother from another mother, how are you this evening? I'm tired. Yeah. This is 4 a.m. I know, I know. Um, you told me you were going to get up at 6 a.m. last night when we were on the phone. What? Yeah. You're like, I got to get up at really 6 a.m. I would to work if I did that. Yeah. You'd be um, dead. Yeah, no, every car show I go to, I'm like, I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> really, everyone's normal hours. But hi, uh, I'm AJ Shvatovsky. Uh, I don't really do anything cool. I just take photos of cars and... You're a poser. I've been around for a really long time. That's about it. Yeah. We're, you and I are posers, basically. So yeah. Best way to look at it. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to stay humble. No, I'm just kidding. It's great to Not see you. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you back on, my friend. Alex Gudlow's in the building with us. Oh, my God. I think this is sixth time just this year alone. Or fifth time this year alone. I don't know. I lost count. It's okay. You're one of, you're one of my favorite people in the entire community. I always appreciate you being on. Why don't you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to the people, the queen of Phoenix car culture. Hi, I'm Alex. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Automotive underscore Alex is where you can go ahead and find her on Instagram, slaying the game. Um, and all the that. girl who likes yellow cars. The girl who likes yellow and cats and coffee. Anything else? And dinosaurs. And and yellow Lamborghinis. Anything else that we're missing? Okay. All right, and shout out to Steven, of course. And then hailing all the way from born in Scottsdale, but residing in the H-Town, a.k.a. Fuego motherfucking city, it is Caitlin Daddy Clink. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm happy to be here, happy to be home for the holidays and hanging out with everybody this evening. So Love it, love yeah. it. I know that there, I've called you Daddy several times. Yes, clearly. Um, Daddy yeah. Clink, not Daddy Kink. Um, but there's a reason for this. We're leaving that in. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that, that one's definitely staying yeah, in there. So. Um, but there is a reason why, um, and it's because basically, if she rolls around in a Camaro's yellow one, she's gonna steal your bitch. Oh, pulling bitches, yes. Pulling bitches all day. Yes, that's right. Yes. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> And we're live. Yeah, we're real. Hey, listen, true story. We, we, did, we did that with Lieberman when he was on the podcast back in October. And as soon as I called her, or I said to her, um, four doors, more whores, let's go, is what I said. Um, Because Caitlin was rolling around in a Volkswagen Atlas uh, as a rental car. And that's what I was referring to. Lieberman didn't realize that 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 was an inside joke between myself and Caitlin. And he gave me this look of like, he he was like, that is a statement that you made on live radio. And I was like, who cares? That's just Johnny. It's just Johnny. It's all good. 
Shout out to Johnny Lieberman. Uh, there's a lot of things that I want to go over. So um, let's go ahead, to, Brandon, since you're the first, or since you're the newbie to the group the and whatnot, okay. um, not to put you on the spot, but I want the people to go ahead and be able to get to know you, obviously. Um, and I'm just curious if you want to go ahead and tell me what it was that got you into cars first. So just people oh. have a little bit of a background about you, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, ever since I've been a little kid, I was always like a Mustang fanboy. I always wanted my Shelby GT, you know, 500 or whatever it was at the time. And growing up, I was born and raised in Las Vegas. My dad worked in the, uh, in the convention industry. Okay. So he worked on SEMA every year. Mm -hmm. So I got to go to SEMA a lot going up, or growing up, and, you know, I just really kind of fell in love with cars. And say the past three years is really when the car photography picked up the sense I mean it was first like you know friends cars and whatnot and then you know started getting in with the right people and just started growing to more and more passion between cars something that I've always loved yeah. and you know taking up cameras so that's kind of led me or led us to where we are today now how many people so, are in your crew so we currently have two full-time people and then we also have a uh, he's kind of like a part-time editor he okay. does now well he mainly does photo but he started picking up video as well nice. but shout out to Colin he is our full-time videographer he absolutely kills everything on the video side that you'll see on our page so but what's Colin's last name? Uh, Westfall. Oh, okay, cool. So, All right. But nice. he, we brought him into the organization earlier this year, and he's kind of just been like, you know, mm -hmm. the biggest tool, I guess, that we brought on that's really helped grow the page so far and just, you know, grow car scenes as a whole. Okay. So One thing I noticed about you guys is the color green. And you're rocking color yeah, green right now. Your phone case is even green. Um, you know, the background to your... I guess your profile pic and whatnot. Is there some type of symbolism? Are you into really cycling? So, I mean, I've always, I've always liked green as a okay. whole and I've kind of like assimilated it towards kind of like the luxury, like I guess finer side of things. And it's more of like, especially the dark green yeah. that you would find on our page, you know, it's kind of like a gentleman's color, more like just like a high-end color that you'll find on two cold cars. So, British racing green. green. Yeah. So, and I don't know, it just kind of stuck and okay. our clients really kind of liked it. And I guess it just became kind of our branding over time okay. so we're just sticking with it at this point no i dig it and one of our clients actually recently he was like you guys need to go green or go carson so i was like oh shoot i'm taking that as a tagline right there okay not go green not go ev but <laughs> so. i got you yeah i mean it, i was not trying to be funny when i said are you into recycling because we should all be into recycling obviously but i was like you know it was like the whole go green and thing yeah, like yeah, that's i was fair. just like hey it causes a little controversy i like yeah, it's, it's, I think we're all controversial individuals at this table, would you say? Right? Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking for Not myself. me. <laughs> I don't say anything controversial. No, right? No GT. <laughs> but okay, cool, man. Well, uh, so when you focus on your clients' cars and whatnot, is there any particular type of vehicles that you like to go ahead and work with, work on? Is it sports cars? Is it supers? Is it hypers? Is it anything? Really love Porsches. That's okay. kind of like, I wouldn't say that's our bread and butter, but that's my personal favorite cars to shoot. And, you know, I've driven quite a few Porsches and I've just kind of fell in love with them. But um, we love pretty much anything and everything. We kind of like going back to our roots at the beginning. We yeah. still do like Mustangs and I mean, more well-built cars, cars that have some money and love into yeah. them rather than just, you know, picking it up off the lot. But really anything that's kind of cool and I guess catches the eye. So, and, but I mean, obviously like the supercars and hypercars, that's kind of, 
obviously that's what, what you want to work that's with, what you want so. to work and strive yeah. for i feel yeah. that bro well that's tremendous man and i'm going to go ahead and get back to you in a second but of course it is a round table and you actually had a perfect segue when you were talking about porsches because somebody at this table has gone to coda probably at least four times in the last two months <laughs> Right, just to go ahead and f- f- photograph 911s going really fast around Coda, which is, you know, one of the best circuits in the country. Oh yeah. So KRC, what you been up to, man? You just been, just been slaying. I've been around. I've been yeah. around. I have been just chilling in Houston. Honestly, I have gone to Coda a bunch of times lately. Once I went one time, I just wanted to keep going back. Right. And I have enough buddies out there that I can shoot their cars and kind of make it, you know, worth the time. But it's just addicting. So I've been going to Austin a lot. But it's been good in Houston, too. We got plenty going on. We have a great car scene in Houston, so I've had plenty of clients and fun times there as well. Work is good, so just been enjoying that. And then back for the holidays, which is really nice to be home. Of course. You know, see my family, be in Arizona. I miss Arizona a lot, so it's nice to come back. Arizona misses you, dude. Arizona misses you. But, again, you're still... back. You got to keep going back. Don't, oh, don't, I will. Don't... Don't come less and le- don't come here less and less. I've been keeping yeah. it consistent for the last five or six years. I've technically been away now, so for sure. I um, I you've been racking up so many miles on the ZL1. Yes, I have. I've put four thousand miles on it since I've had it. And you last... bought it September? It's, I've had it for two months. I got it yeah. September like September thirtieth, and it's not even December thirtieth. <laughs> Oh, so I put four thousand miles. For someone who so works from home, I know, and I don't even have a commute. Wild. I don't even have a commute. You make up your own commute. I do. I'm like, oh, time to go to the grocery store. Time to go to Austin. Time <laughs> to go to the gym. Time to go, you know, put fifty miles on it for no reason. It's at like all. just telling people, like, you know, for those who are familiar with Houston, you know, it's like, you know, oh, let's go ahead and go to what is it, um, Prairieland. Which is like, isn't that like South Houston? Way south. Like, yeah. yeah, just like you're purposely telling your clients, this is where we're going. Why? Even if I going. pick locations that are near me, Houston is just so massive. Like, every photo shoot is basically an automatic 60, 70 miles in the car. Yeah. I was, so. in, I was in Houston over the summer. Um, right off. Right? <laughs> I was in Houston over the summer, and my, my sister-in-law lives in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And so just from Pasadena to just get to the Woodlands, which is North Houston. That's where I'm at. That was like... An hour, and I'm still in Houston at that point in time. Yeah. I'm like, dog, I need to get out of here. It's like its own little country. It's wild. People will be like, oh, I live in Houston. Like, that's great. And I'll be like, you're still an hour and a half away from me. That doesn't really count. Exactly. It's like, so. you know, me being on the west side, and then I had to go ahead and drive out to Apache Junction one time. Yeah. And it took me 70 minutes, and I was like, this is this mm-hmm. is freaking stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, speaking of another person who's racking up some miles on cars, God <laughs> brand. We're, we're, making, we're making our way. Um, Alex, how's yes. the M3? I love it. It's yeah. amazing. Brand new wrap. That wrap, though. The wrap know. is killer. Can we talk to us a little bit about yeah. that? Because um, not solar being yellow, right? But it was kind of close to it as the, as the first one. Um, I mean, solar beam's kind of, yeah, more of like a brown mustardy <laughs> color. Well, it's good, but... But the color I have, so it's the Anazotec Dandelion Yellow, so it's a little bit warmer, and it's a lot, a little brighter than kind of like the solar beam, and it mm-hmm. definitely has a lot more sparkle in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the reason that you decided to go ahead and change it up, even though you had a really great wrap on it to begin with? So, I love my original wrap. But on the highway, someone blew a tire in front of me, mm. and the rubber was hot enough that it melted into like the wrap material, so I couldn't oh. buff it out. So like the only thing I could do was rewrap the front end. And the guy who originally wrapped my car broke his Achilles heel, so he wasn't able to rewrap my car again. And then Cloak Wraps, who um, 
the owner, Zach, is a good friend of mine. I've worked and I've shot his um, car for sale, and he's one of my boyfriend's real estate clients. Um, he was like, hey, you know, I've got this roll of material. Let's make it happen. And so, yeah, I got a new wrap. Nice. And a new exhaust, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I uh, just partnered with Vivid Racing again. Um, they were the sponsors for the wheels I have on the car, the DOR3s, DOR3Rs, yeah. something like that. I'm dyslexic. They, the numbers, they all swirl. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those. And then, yeah, I just partnered with them, and I got their uh, VR Performance Titanium Valtronic exhaust system. Damn. Excellent. That was, yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful yeah, that's right cool. there. This thing burbles like nobody's business now. Yeah, yeah. We actually had to tone them down just a little bit. <laughs> Uh, who cares? You know, if you have a loud car, just enjoy yourself, right? It's all good. So we got somebody who loves green. We move over to somebody that went from black to rapid blue. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, yellow. Um, yellow to yellow. Yellow to gold, really. Well, it's more like gold now, yeah. yeah. And it's loud bad. exhaust. And then we move over to the other individual that's got a very loud exhaust on a certain car over here. Um, it's not yellow, but... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have you... Legitimately, have you ever heard Cody's... Corvette, it sounds terrific. Yeah, you it were does. The other day. Yeah, uh, I, I, do it. I, <laughs> I beat the brakes off of that car. You, you have, but it's it, it it handles it. It takes it, right? Well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes. I mean, it's working now. Right. Yeah, really. You might want to find some better wood before you put that to yeah. <laughs> No, okay. So here's what's interesting about C6 Corvettes. They really are actually a fantastic car, but um, unlike some people who think it's the other way around, the Corvette is very not similar to any other Chevrolet product from that time. It's very specific to itself, is it not? Uh, it's hard to say because yeah. like, I've never tracked it. Like I, I go fast straight. Yeah. That's about it, and I daily it. So it's not like – I don't know. It's hard to put it – in a comparison with other vehicles sure. that I've driven, because most of the other vehicles I've driven are not even in the same caliber, which is, I'm not bragging, guys, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just saying, from my personal experiences, it's hard to put that car in comparison, because it's very, like, it's slow compared to most of the things I drive. Like, it doesn't handle as well as most of the things I drive. Yeah. So, in my eyes, it's not that great of a car, but in, like, someone's eyes that's working towards it, it's probably an unbelievable car. Exactly. I mean, it is a it still is a $30,000 I mean, it's a 2008 with 500 horsepower yeah. for 30 grand. Awesome. You, I mean, you can't beat that. Yeah, no. Well, you can't. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's fun to drive in the rain. I'm sure. <laughs> it's it's like wild. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. No, but it, in the rain. it sounds so good. Now, you have been going back and forth and back and forth over to OC and back over to LA. You, you know, you were on the podcast with me just a couple of months ago. Yeah. With, uh, of course, a shout out to Devin and Cargroms and um, and all that good stuff. What has? I mean, I know the answer to this question, but what is it that keeps sucking you back into OC that we may not have here in the PHX? The client base. It's not. That we have hypercars, but the clients with hypercars out here are not as willing right. to drive cars that have tires Which that is like are meant to be on the road. Because we, have, because we have the weather. We actually have better weather, more than likely, better than Southern California. I mean, right now, for sure. 100%. Like, it's a great time to bring your cars 68 out. 68 outside. It's glorious. Yeah. Everyone does fun stuff out there. No one here mm -hmm. does fun stuff, unfortunately. I mean, we do fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like I, can, like, I can take the cars out and we can go do fun stuff. Like, that's great. Yeah. But, like, it's so much more fun when you got 15 other guys with the same mindset. Absolutely. Like, it's way more fun. And then they have hyper cars. Like yeah. they're driving $2 million cars like their nice Corvette. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> AJ shot a McLaren F1, so therefore he's better than me. So, so. Me. Oh, shot okay. an F1? What? Yeah. So, 
<laughs> let's let's give it. Let's give a quick shout out over to the, shout out to the vault. Yeah. Um, oh, shout out Ron. Love that guy. Yeah. Love you, Ron. If you listen to this, yeah. He actually does listen. To this. Yeah. Ron's the good. Yeah. Love you. Ron. Ron's amazing. Big best. shout out to Ron. Uh, his his new Mustang, that the the '68. Nuts. Fucking wild thing. Nuts. I love it so much. This F1 man, like that's that's not normal. I mean it. Honestly, it was just Ron being nice. Yeah. Uh, so seriously nice individual. I think most of the people in the room know who owns it, but I don't think it's like public knowledge. Like, so won't say who owns it. But um, you know, the guy brought the car down. Same with that Porsche that was behind it. That uh, what is it? Nine three five. Yeah. Yeah. Which also that one's crazy that story. That thing has won every single race it's been in, and it was kept completely original. Like it was the only one from that generation that was kept exactly how it raced. Um, so I got one shot of that because I was geeking out over the F1 that. that I got to play with. Um, I didn't get to do anything fun. I didn't get to drive it. I didn't get to even turn it on. But I was able to just hang out with it, open the doors, touch it, and, you know, it was cool. Um, yeah. I did some light painting. So Ron had it for the show. He had a, a social club meet afterwards. It was also being staged for. Um, and after the show that I shot in the morning, his cars and coffee, which, by the way, if you have not been to his Cars and Coffee, it is 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. January, his Cars and Coffee is going to be insane. Pretty insane. Um, but uh, yeah, I just came back over um, and I just kind of did my thing. Like it's, it's not as crazy as the stuff Cody gets to do. We didn't, you know, go take it out or anything. But, um, you know, it may, may or may not be worth the price of all the cars Cody takes out. Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god! If you guys don't know, Cody and I go way back. Like what? Way back. Like 10, 11 years. Yeah, something years. like that. that so yeah. yeah, yeah, we're old. Dude, we went um, from shooting NSXs together to shooting hypercars. Yeah, the come up has been a minute. Um, so we always nag on each other. So if you guys see us make fun of each other on social media or in person, it's it's with love. I hope. <laughs> Mine's all. My, I'm. I'm the neighborhood asshole. It's all. Awesome. Everybody fucking hates it me. So broke the cabin because Cody used to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that she says used to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my Changing god. topics. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it, it was cool just to be able to check it out. I had to learn some details about the car I never knew. Um, and yeah, that was it. So I am super behind. I'm sure by the time this comes out, I'll be done with the edits. Okay. Yeah. I had a question that I want to ask the five of you really quickly. And I'm maybe I've asked it before in a different way, but you know, Brandon's here, so I'd like to go ahead and get his take on it too. But, you know, you talked about you, you got a chance to shoot it, but it didn't move or anything like that. You didn't get a chance to really like sit in and whatnot. None of that. No, it was parked. Exactly. That was it. Then that's my point. Are you still able to go ahead and how do I put this? still enjoy the fact that because it's still standing there and you get a chance to do art with it, are you still able to kind of like read, like still appreciate that even though you've been able to do so many other things with so many other cars, whether they're moving and things of that nature? Yeah, I mean, it's it was fun because, I mean, like you guys all know, like I do the light painting. Um, and a lot of times when I do that, it's outside and there's only so much I can do outside because mm-hmm. I can't control everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always try oh, to find... Huh? <laughs> I said you can't control everything. Like, can't relate. <laughs> sun to go over there. So you do the best of the places you find. And like, again, I didn't get to move the car, but like the vault is like such a cool place. Yeah. 
already. And, you know, I was able to turn the lights on and off in place, you know, like he's got all those LEDs or neon lights. You know, I was able to kind of play with those. So just have it in kind of a more controlled environment. Right. I think I'm going to be able to do a lot more. So, and, you know, of course, because, like, he's still my client and, you know, it was a favor. I'm going to have to do some where it's, you know, pretty... I guess plain of mm -hmm. just like what's in the vault and around it and then I'm gonna also kind of play with Photoshop more than I care to admit and probably do some cool art with it mm -hmm. but um I mean it was neat like and, and also being able to check out the car which like total sidetrack I went to London in October and I was able to go to the McLaren factory we're gonna get to that yep. shout out McLaren Scala for that hookup but I was actually able to sit in the black you know um, McLaren F1 GTR there which that thing was completely ripped apart total race car um, I'll show you guys a video at the end of all this because there's like a bajillion buttons. It, I, mean. I might ask you to let me borrow that for tormenting tarmac since yeah, it's page. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I mean, it, it looks like it looks like the stuff that I build in my daily job. <laughs> it, was just, it was nuts. That's cool. yeah. So like, see that, and that's then you really go cool. see like the bare bones stock one, which right. I say that like it's not an F1. Yeah. But to kind of see the difference in what they had to do, I mean, it's like two completely different cars. Right. Like it's, it was really cool. Yeah. Cody, let me, let me follow up on that question with you because obviously you just talked about the fact that you like going over to California because they actually do stuff with their cars. But you know, you, you've been shooting for so long. You've been doing this thing for so long. Are you still able to go ahead and appreciate the fact that, okay, I might not be able to do anything with this car per se, but I'm still in the presence of something amazing and I still get the opportunity to photograph it. Are you still able to appreciate that or does it not jade you per se? Like, I don't know. You can I mean, I'm more a car guy than a photographer. Okay. So, like, just seeing a cool car. Like, I still lose my mind over a Huracan. Like, I don't care. Right, right. Like, if it's a cool spec, it's a cool spec. It is what it is. Um, so, I still appreciate a car. Like, I just I just got done to a photo shoot of, like, 15 cars. And I'm not allowed to post a single one. And I'm still just as excited about it as if I was. And yeah. So, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, sometimes you have opportunities that you can share that are sick. And sometimes you don't. Either way, it's still a sick opportunity. Right. So, I mean... Okay. I love cars. That's and that's the whole thing. That that's what I can go ahead and say about everybody sitting around this table right now is that every single one of us do love cars for different reasons, whether it's to drive them, whether it's to build them, whether it's to photograph them, whether it's everything together uh, and whatnot. You know, Brandon, you're 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 relatively new to the, what we're doing right now, but obviously you've been doing a lot of media and whatnot. What is it about car photography slash just media in general that really gets your blood going? I mean, kind of like the same thing that we're all saying, just the opportunity to be around like such insane cars and also like the people to be able to be in like rooms with people that you've like looked up to forever or people that, you know, own these crazy collections or that have done the things that you aspire to do is really cool. And I mean, it's just like, you know, it keeps me busy, it pays my bills and it's just something that I can continue to grow and love doing more and more. And also maybe one day lead to, you know, building my own cars. So. I feel that. Awesome. Um, what would you say was your, like, inspir like, do you have anybody that was your particular inspiration for media? I mean, a couple people actually here in this room. I mean, like, oh, from when I first started, like, <laughs> you know, to be, to be real, like, to sit in this room with people that I've, like, aspired to, you know, like, have work on even somewhat of a playing field too, you know, for years is honestly pretty insane. So like everybody in this room, you know, like I've seen your work and I've always loved it. And I've always, no, keep going. you know, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I, a little more. Yeah, mine needs to be boosted. Go ahead. Look I mean, at me though. <laughs> I mean, and I've had some like, <laughs> 
Sorry, that was something hitting the underside of the table. My apologies. I mean, sorry. I'm the little dog in this room. But seriously, like, I mean, pretty much the inspirations were mainly people local, I would say. I mean, obviously, you got your people like Zach Breckel and just like all your very, like, people that have been, you know, doing this and Cody over here that's been doing hypercars forever. So it's like, you know, that's kind of the level that I've always... (laughs) wanted to achieve and I've actually had a couple opportunities like a private opportunity with a Bugatti and a couple other just really high-end cars that even to this day just blows my mind that I could do that especially this young in the game so no you really are dude you're 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 doing some great things um I'm gonna get to you in just a second but I don't I don't think I've asked you this particular question or if I have things have changed for you so much as of late in a positive manner where it's it, you're fucking yeah you looking directly at you Miss Kedlo <laughs> no but like you, you you're everywhere in the best way possible now like everybody everybody wants to talk to Alex Kedlo right yes and so now that you are kind of not reinventing yourself, but just like really su- resupplanting yourself as you continue to grow and whatnot. What do you use or who do you use as inspiration to continue to progress? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't, I don't really follow like individuals, if that makes sense. Like, I mean, so then what, so then what, what is the inspiration? I guess maybe? it's more like I'll see somebody's photo or like a certain photo and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like, I love this, I love that. Mm-hmm. And it almost kind of, like, reinvigorates me. Like, recently I saw, I have a really good friend in California, um, Ryan Inouye Photography. I might have butchered his last name. Um, <laughs> anyways, like, I saw his photos of the, that he did of the F1 uh, GTR Longtail Car Week, and, like, instantly it was like, okay, now I need to go, like, work on mine, because, like, I just felt, like, reinvigorated or inspired. So that's kind of how, like, for me it is. Like, I'll see, like, certain photos or certain things, and I'll get, like, ideas, and I'm like, wait a second, I kind of know like how to figure this out or like it's like photos that I've been like struggling with for months so it's like oh okay here like maybe if I like tweak this or tweak that so that yeah okay um <clears throat> Caitlin when you and I did the pod with Johnny back in October mm-hmm. um I asked you that very similar question and you know we, we kind of came to the conclusion that right now you are your own inspiration um has that changed at all no but like you, you are I don't know. I feel like you're reinvigorated in the best way possible. Um, is there something out there that's allowed you to kind of, you found more inspiration from? Who have you found inspiration from? Or is it that you're just continuing to set apart this path of like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want to do whenever I want to? I think I've been getting more into track days and that's been something that's really exciting because I just, not only do I just like, with photo shoots, I love them, but it's an hour you're done. Yeah. onto editing where it's like it's a whole experience going to the track and like oh, yeah. kind of testing my abilities and learning new things because I feel like I was stuck in my ways in terms of like there's something I could improve on there's something I could try and that oh my god and that was definitely something was just you know what is it like doing more painting shots what's it like going to the track what's it like you know working with cars in a totally different way and getting more of an experience what's it like with working with certain people that too I mean it's and the Houston car scene is so different than Arizona, so just kind of getting different communities, different vibes, mm-hmm. you know, different cultures is a blast, and it's fun to have both of them. I'd say I'm more so plugged into Houston now, which is kind of weird because I feel like I used to be way more plugged into Arizona, and now I've just spent so much time there. And That's good, though. Yeah, no, it's great. I've, I've lived there a year and a half now, and I feel like it took a while to kind of get 
established. And yeah. then once I did, I was really happy with myself. And obviously, it's it's not consistent all the time, but I really like it out there and yeah. the, the clients that I have. But I'd say just try new things because I felt like I, I was like, there's something I could learn. There's something I could do better at. Okay. So that's that's been a blast. All right, I'm gonna have you. <clears throat> I'm gonna have you put Houston on blast right now. Okay. Okay. Um, I want you to mention one thing that you feel is better about the Houston car scene. Not the car community. Shout out to the car community. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to know what you love. What's one thing you love more in Houston about the car scene? And then what's one thing you love about Phoenix's car scene than it's Houston's? Definitely like sharing cars over there. Huh? I said they're like sharing cars over there. What do you mean? Sharing and borrowing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well... Stealing. Yeah, a lot of stealing. <laughs> I mean, if they bring it back at some point. That'd be nice. That would be nice. No, oh, what do you have a ZL1? Keep that shit. Whoever's listening, let that shit go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to anybody. It's Don't probably, bring it back. It probably was an organ donor at this point. Yeah. I mean, parts everywhere. But I'd say with Houston, I love the diversity of the car scene. You get, I mean, Arizona definitely has a very diverse scene, but Houston is just so massive. We have so many different types of things. We have a huge turnout for JDM, for Euro, for muscle cars, for hyper cars, for those fucking cars that bounce. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, that's just right. I want to shoot more of those. those. No, I want the thing to go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I want to yeah. shoot yeah. more yeah. yeah, please. Because we have, we have, like, What's his name? Slim Thug showing up to car meets and stuff. Yo, the fact you said Slim Thug, this is fucking go about time. Still tipping off four folks, bitches. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I mean, right, I'm he, I'm he sorry. literally shows up to meet. How so. long? How long have I been sticking A that song to two, two years. Yeah. It's the first time that I've ever seen it. You do it He'll yourself. He'll take his little bike around and like, <laughs> like just cruise around. Um, yeah. Like the Houston Coffee and Cars. So. Oh my God, let's go! And there's also let's some go. some families that are Slim really connected. Slim yeah. hard. I'm trying to shoot with that guy. Yeah, link that up. Yeah, okay. I'm serious. I don't know him, but I'll I want that out. shit bouncing. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm trying to put a car under it. Oh, Slim Thug is awesome. Damn. What yeah. is that? Yeah. All of his cars. Yeah. Oh wow. So you know he's he he raps and he's into real estate now. Interesting. Damn. What yeah. a combo. I know. That's he's he's killing it. Slim Thugger. Love that guy. Um, by the way, when are we? When should we be expecting the first track day for the ZL1? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. I wanted to sign up for this one at, at Coda. Beginner track day was doable. It's slower. I won't be cranking through my tires or brakes. So maybe beginning of the year for the beginner one, you get an instructor. Yeah. So. It, my, my car has technically hit Coda already for the parade laps that we did rollers. I wasn't driving it. Yeah. But my car has technically been on Coda because of that. By technicality. Let's but, go. I mean, it drove on it. We were going 30, 20, 30 miles an hour, but we were on it. Guess what? My, my Sorrento has not done that. By the way, <coughs> public... Oh, my God. Yeah. Our public Are car... Are you going to say the Kia thing? Yes, I am. No. No? Because I have... No, it's fine. I'm no, not... it's because I changed it. I ended up saying like Chrysler. You actually you said Subaru, which actually made me feel even worse because I'd like to get a WRX, but it's no, okay. No, I think I said the it's... worst white for worst car I've ever driven. Uh-huh. I said Impreza, not WRX. Oh, you're right. You, you know what, It was right. like one of those 2007, like I had my foot to the floor and almost got rear-ended on the highway type True. cars. Not okay. a w- I love WRXs, especially okay. SDS. All right. I apologize. I almost called you off out on that. <laughs> I got a lot of heat for that one. I said I'm not talking calling out all the Subi guys just to be it's okay I mean but base wagon Impreza is yeah. different it's okay different. Wait, don't hit on the wagon though no, no. I the wagon I'm just being this rental car that I had which was like rentals for college kids was the worst car I've ever driven yeah that the Volkswagen Atlas no that one was, wasn't bad oh okay that was a nice little mom car uh, yes it was shout yeah. out to, uh, to, to to Jackson and to uh, um, 
It was, what were my fake kids' names? It was Jackson, Peyton. No, it was Hunter. Hunter and Jackson. Hunter and, no, something. Jace. Like Hunter and Jace. Something That's, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. If, you guys need, okay. My fake children? Yeah. Yes. Go back to the Lieberman, Daddy Clink, and Jorjito episode, Three Peas in a Pod. You guys need to listen to that one. Um, by the way, somebody brought up McLaren earlier, and uh, Cody, you want to talk about it? No further comments. All right, we'll talk about it. <laughs> the new uh, McLaren GT is a waste of a car. Thank you. The GT. Yes. Okay. The G- sorry, the McLaren GTS. GTS. I like the way that car is styled, actually. I think that's a really pretty it, car. It style. is. Yeah, and by the way, like, no disrespect to McLaren Scottsdale, because they have nothing to do with what oh, I'm about to say. absolutely nothing at all. Yeah. No, it's just... They did this with the 720 and with the 750, and we had a very long conversation about this when Cody and I recorded back in June. And then they did the exact same thing now, just two days ago. And I'm just like, at some point in time, when are they going to figure out that they can't keep calling these things a brand new car when it's literally the exact same car? You know what I mean? Like, call so, it an LCI or facelift, anything. That's just it's it's just a little bit frustrating and whatnot. That that's that's all I wanted to say. I'm not gonna go ahead and trash on it. It's a gorgeous car. I think that if you want a McLaren, hell yeah, get a GTS. All I have to say, from what I may or may not know, there's new stuff on the way. Mm-hmm. Think of this as like them doing like the Huracan and the Huracan Performante, the Aventador and the Aventador S. It's like there's something else on the way that I can't. Yeah. No, no, I understand. I'll yeah. let you go ahead. I don't have anything to say other than that's just the same car. Okay, well that's it because that's okay. I'll I'll just say that I'll let, I'll leave it on this. Do you, if you have something to say, please let me know because I don't want it to be that I'm the only person that's talking about McLaren. And if anybody else has something to say, let me know. And if I'm also wrong, please let me. Let's know. preface by saying it's probably still a great car. Oh, 100. percent But it's not a different car. So it's, most most of the new ones like the 750 and the GTS, they're basically taking the shit that's wrong with McLaren from like right. older generations. And they're kind of putting in all their new tech. So all the new, like, hydraulics, all the new, like, software, all the new, like, electronics that they're putting in. The new luxury modes, like, Mm -hmm. even new windows. Like, all this stuff that kind of came out with, like, the GT and the Artura. They're basically taking, like, all of that kind of new stuff that is more reliable and works better and putting it back on their base models. And so what I've been told, my understanding on, like, the 750 is it's basically... That in between for people who were pissed off at their 720 for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. or for people who couldn't get into the 765, it's kind of that like in between of like, hey, you know, here's our new offer, here's our new tech, our cars are better. Hold off until we come up with something better. See that that I'm willing to accept, and I do. My thing is that you know, because you mentioned Perf and you mentioned STO, like they never stopped selling Huracan though. Like, Huracan was clearly the base model, and then they would go ahead and add in these trims that you could yeah. be able to buy. Whereas, if you buy a GTS now, you're not, you're, you know, the GT's no longer on sale. The GT is gone, and they're saying, it's a brand new car. And it's like, no, dude, it's it's a GT, but you just refined it. Just tell me that you refined it, and I'm not going to go ahead and hate on you. Just in the same way that you refined the 720, just tell me, okay, uh, you know, I understand that they call, can't call it the 720 anymore. Okay, that's fine. But at least tell me this is the evolution from the 720, not it's a brand new car. Because we're not dumb. That's all I'm saying. It's and sometimes and they're they are not the only manufacturer out there that's guilty of this. Shout out Porsche. You know Porsche does it all the time. Lamborghini can do it to an extent. Um, hell, Aston Martin has done it for for a long ass time. They just find a way to go ahead and charge. Someone who's got all the money on the planet to spend, and they're finding a way to go ahead and charge them an additional thirty to forty-five grand. And I'm just like, 
I understand that they can spend it. I mean, if you want to spend that, go for it. But I just also think it's it's silly. And it's just, I don't know, it kind of pisses me off. But I also am not in that bracket. I don't know. Alex, what do you, what do you think? I mean, at the end of the day, like, if it is a refined car, like, there's a lot of people who are going to have issues, like, with their 720s, and, I mean, even if they're refining those issues, it kind of sucks for the people who bought the 720, and then have the 750 come out, because all of a sudden, their car isn't worth anything. Right. The depreciation is ultra hard after it's already been hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, in that sense, that's kind of, like, all of a sudden, like, who's going to want to buy the new 750? What if they come out with another refined version and take the value of the 750? So it's just, like, one of those things where it's, like, trying to build that client trust. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, at the end of the day, at least they're fixing the issues because, I mean, that's what McLaren has had that kind of notoriety for is issues. So Mm -hmm. fixing that, I mean, that's a good thing at least. Right. Mm Kayla? Oh, I entirely agree with everything Alex just said. Cool. I just want to make sure I want to give you your platform. When it comes to McLaren, I just, I always think, and like I think 600 LT in an amazing track car. I yeah. think I think you know 765, how so. much power you're just plugging into these things. But I always just think all the all the issues I've heard from people about build yeah. quality and this issue and that issue, and I'm like, but well, that's the one thing, and I'll go ahead and give them credit on this because I don't want to go ahead and be the one that's bashing McLaren and whatnot. I'll give them this: like the later versions of the 720 have all been super good. Um, 600 LT has been much better. Arturo, from what I understand, now that it's out there, people are really enjoying it. They're not... No? No. no. <laughs> is it 50-50? Absolutely no, They're underpowered. Okay, underpowered, yeah, but I'm talking about like from a, from a good quality car. Is I've it, had multiple clients that have had issues with Arturo's. But is, that, is it the hybrid system? or is it? Yeah, like okay. one person, they have to have everything, like the whole drivetrain placed in there. What are you talking about yeah. this? Is that he's the same guy I know that... DJ? Yep. Yeah. Yep. David. They missed a couple other people too. Issues yeah. and they created new ones. Ah, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's other than what the V1 is like their first hybrid. I'll car. say a good thing about McLaren. Go ahead. They do make the best driving cars I've ever driven. They're so good. They handle like a They shit on Porsche. Sorry, Porsche fanboys, but no. it's everything a Porsche doesn't have. They handle power. like a Porsche, but they have power. Well, I, I told you too on the last one. I mean, yeah. like the modes mean something on that. Car. They do. Like Lamborghini, Ferrari, like their modes don't really mean shit. Yeah. They hop into like a McLaren. Comfort's like a normal car. Sport track is nutty. Yeah, and sport's perfect. Like their sport mode is really enjoyable. You know, I I, I took the the Spider out back in January, and seriously, one from a driving perspective of me driving it, it was easily one of the best, I'd probably say top three driving experiences in my entire life. Um, yeah, I mean, balls to the wall fast, dude. I was just mention like the balancing like in the car, like when you kick out the rear, like, yeah. you can like- You can catch it. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> no disrespect, but it's not like a Mustang. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a Mustang. No, I understand. I understand. Oh, but I'm yeah. just, you know. That's what we have non liability. Yeah, because I mean, we got somebody at the table that can go ahead and get the, she can get the tail out in a Camaro and she can save it, shockingly enough. And that's skill and, oh, look at that. The Camaro works. What a great combination. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a. It's Corvette doesn't. <laughs> must be nice. Does, is, does your Corvette not? I mean, yeah. when it works, it works great. It's well, it it 15 years old. It's 15 years old. Well, that's because I just have no sense of. I mean, you got an endless supply of cars. You're right. <laughs> we were ripping. That's true. You're right. Yeah. It was ripping. It was. Co- Cody has this no like sense of physics. He just does what he does and doesn't care of the science that's about to occur. And it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite yes. things about you. 
I'm just living. You, you're you're an amazing human being. I live vicariously through you at times. You know that, right? Shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's terrible. I usually have, I get nightmares. Life. I get nightmares. Um, we've been recording for about 45 minutes. I know that there's a couple people here that kind of have a hard limit on tonight's podcast, and um, I want to start want to start to wrap things up. Um, I always ask everybody that's on the podcast, Brandon, what car culture means to them, and so you know you now been getting a chance to experience it over the last couple of years and whatnot. When you think about that question, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I mean, just like the community in general, just how like a material object can bring so many people from so many different walks of life all towards one thing. You know, you can connect the owners and people, like I said, that have been doing this forever, that have been in the community forever, to kids that have just seen a hypercar or supercar for the first time. Like, it's almost like a level playing field that everybody can walk into and enjoy. So, and like... And it's super, if you have a passion or niche within it, you know, it's pretty easy to get accepted, so. Yeah. No, and I, I think you're doing a fantastic job, buddy. And, yeah. and it's cool that you are giving a shout out and just kind of repping everybody within the community because that's, I think that's the best way to go about it because we, everybody in this community, for the most part, has something really wonderful to offer. Absolutely. Um, you know, every time there might be a bad apple and whatnot but the good thing is that the positivity of everyone else including the five individuals that are sitting right here with me everybody's got something great to offer from a positive perspective um they bring something good to the table they have good intentions and they have a good heart you know um and i genuinely mean that i'm not, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you say that but you you you, you, you i i shout you out all the time you know i that. love you yes. i love you too um, and you've done so Thank much for me. And, and the funny thing is, you know, I can thank the four of you, Brandon. I'll thank you as well for being here. But you know, I I give AJ and Cody and Alex and Caitlin constant shoutouts, and there's some other people out there too who deserve it. You know, shout out to Jake, shout out to Lodgy, um, so many others out there. And, and the reason why is because not only do they have something wonderful to offer, but they're just kind individuals. They're kind people, and they are. Well, they're pillars. You guys are the pillars of this car community. Even And you guys are all so stinking young. When you guys are 45, you guys are going to be looked at as ancient, but you guys are going to be looked at as, you know, ancient within the car community. No way. I don't even know if I'm... Oh, my God. Another clip. Shout out to you, girl. Let's go. Um, but you guys... Bro, she is ripping clips tonight. <laughs> That's going to go viral. Uh, but, you know, you guys... And I'm not saying this to go ahead and stroke your egos. I'm genuinely saying it because I think that you guys all have something good to offer. One more time. And so, by the way, we were talking about the car community being like people who share and people who really like to go ahead and give and whatnot. Um, Alex, you recently had an opportunity in an LP640, which is one of your dream cars. Um, It's one of my dream cars. And so I want to say it was Harris set that up shout out to Harris um, that was your first time driving a Mercy LP640 if I'm going to correct that. yeah how was that I need to know because I've been waiting for three <laughs> weeks to know this I'm jealous yeah um, honestly the single clutch gets a lot of crap but I kind of like it it's not, like, it's not it's that it's so fun like it's brutal but it's fun like the car I mean like the best way is kind of like you think of like a Porsche it's like a scalpel mm-hmm. and like this car is a hammer and it is so fun <laughs> What's good like, on <laughs> The scalpel, get out. No. W. That was a good fucking. Let's make go. that the title. I like that shot. Make that the title. 
lights out. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And just what, like, what year is this LP640? Year. Oh, okay. Probably in, oh, at least oh, oh, 08 to 10, right? One. Yeah. What lose? Yeah. Something in there. I don't know the exact year of that one, but it's really fun. And what's cool is it actually has an exhaust on it from the um, a race car. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, and it's actually like an exhaust off of a race car, not just like a replica of one. Yeah. So I guess some, yeah, the race car had like oh, some history at Le Mans or something. <laughs> so it sounds absolutely insane. And it's just so fun to drive because like there's like little quirks about it like you like uh like because if it's like clutch live you have to always keep the RPM super high like above three thousand so it's always just screaming as you're driving and it's yeah. it's just fun I love it. Um, it being at least a fifteen year old car and whatnot you know LP six forty about six hundred thirty some odd horsepower for the crank. Do, can you feel all of that like does it still feel quick in twenty twenty three? Um, I wouldn't say it feels fast comparatively to other cars I've driven. Um, I did race it against my F80. Um, That's ridiculous. That's wild. Um, I will say this. I can't hook in first or second gear. So, in the M3, right? In the M3. Yeah. The Lamborghini's all drive, so it hooked. So right. it definitely got me on the go. And then I caught up, and then at the high end, it was taking me again. So, yeah. That's so close. It, my F80 kept up surprisingly well. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah, it wasn't, like, relatively to other cars I've driven, it wasn't super fast feeling. Yeah. That's... That makes me so happy for you. It does. Okay. I, I, I need to experience an LP640 bad. Just need to... That's awesome. That's... I'm, I'm, je I'm jealous in the best way possible. It's crazy how much the manuals are now. Like, oh. unreal numbers. Unbelievable. And, I mean, I'd say that it, it's well-deserved, sure, it's just unfortunate that they've gone up that high, but it's such a special car. There's such Absolutely. special, I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, 599 GTPs with a six-speed manual are going for like Over. 700, 800 right now. They're on their way up. Um, I mean, Zondas with the six-speed manuals have never gone under a mil. Right? Zondas are sitting at like, you can't buy a Zonda right off for under eight. Yeah. Under eight? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just what, but I'm just saying at one point, they were kind of within what was considered MSRP by, yeah. by Horatio, but like, I mean, the, the six speed manuals and whatnot. I mean, Caitlin, had you gotten a six speed ZL1? That would be a hundred grand a car right yeah, now. Probably. But I, getting up there. I did see a rap, a rapid blue six speed and I, said I'm not doing that as a daily, but that would have been pretty iconic. Is the is that clutch, is it that bad? It's not that bad. I just mm -hmm. want to deal with that every day in Houston traffic. That's true. Houston because traffic is ridiculous. Not having like any other car other than just a manual for every single day. But the no lift shift in those cars. I mean, oh, it would have been a blast, yeah. I think. Like, But I, I, I'm also, I don't drive a manual enough to want to start doing that every single day. That's daily and manual sucks. It does. It's awful. I don't care what anyone says. It's horrible. It, it, no, you're not wrong. I mean, after, I, after a leg day too, I wouldn't want to deal with that. Oh yeah, that's true. yeah, I can that's true. That too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, Just saying though, like, no, for sure. Like, I mean, I've driven my uh, some of my dads that were, and I that's fun now and then, but I wouldn't want to do it every single day. I hear you. Um, what have been because you've driven a couple cars this year that are like freaking rad as hell. And I'll, oh, by the way, actually, can you just walk us a little bit behind the scenes of Tejas Turismo that oh, you just yeah, did? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, and, the and rally. It, yeah, we're going to talk about the rally, and I'm going to jump over to AJ to talk about the MTC a little bit more because I, I want to hear about whatever you can tell us. 
Um, but I'll get to you in a second. But how was Tejas Turismo? It was your second year doing yes, it. Yes, it is a blast. It's one of my favorite things. Won't you, I was can you remind so the people glad. what Tejas Turismo is? Yeah, so it's just it's a rally for basically strictly classic cars. It doesn't have to be Porsche. If we had a lot of Ferraris, but all like air cooled Porsches, some classic Japanese, some classic Alphas. We had like a a rally car, Alfa Romeo from the forties. So we had some ridiculous stuff. We had wow. the Countach's weren't back this year. But we did still have a goal wing cruising with us. Nice. And a couple other things. So it's just You guys had the goal wing last year too, right? Yeah, we Same did. running? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so this year we went to San Antonio. So we drove from Houston to San Antonio and we did the Twisted Sisters route, which is outside, like it's a ways outside San Antonio. But that was quite a fun time. Is that the same route that you use that you can take the back way to get to um, San Marcos? Probably. Okay, cool. Because San Marcos is in the area. Yeah, San Marcos is in the area. But that was just yeah. winding twisty roads through it's mountains. Badass. It was gorgeous. So we spent two nights in San Antonio, and it's just all classic cars. So we had some, we always have trucks at the end tailing because it's the type of rally where you're having at least a, several cars break down. <laughs> and we definitely had a I'd much rather there. have that than men broken down because they weren't driven that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see these things that I, you never see being driven that much. Just We had 100 plus of us. Yeah most aesthetic looking line of cars you could ever see. My favorite was this green safari, this Porsche rally car that we had out there, which was pretty cool, but it's always a good time. So this, this year was just as good as the last. Nice. And you drove a couple of things, didn't you? On the rally? I thought they let you like drive a, what could have I didn't drive anything on the rally. I just cruised in a couple of different cars. I, I cruised in an old Alpha. I That's cruised in this custom 964 race car that was really cool that was a beautiful porsche Is the one that a martini no but i shot a martini yes but um then i also was in one of the media cars which was an audi but then then we, the other media car was a, a Urus performante which was kind of oh crazy. my god that was the only new car besides our service trucks on the yeah. entire event but he just wanted to come and he's an awesome guy so that was a, it was a fun rally, fun weekend all around. Uh, can we all agree that Urus Performante, although stupid, is amazing? It was actually comfortable. Yeah. I, it sounded, I mean, it was burbling all day long, too. Okay. I got to drive a tune one in Las Vegas. That was a lot better than the regular Urus, okay. but still, I mean, it, it's, it's a Urus. What do you think about yours? You, you, you're not the biggest Urus fan. I don't like fan, SUVs. Right? No? If it doesn't have a V12 and it's a Lamborghini, then I don't know. I get it. That's that's fair. Cody, what are your thoughts on yours? I fucking love it. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. They're cool. They're, they're I mean, so what, what what's the beef, AJ? Dude, why did Lamborghini make an SUV? Why did Ferrari? Because it's okay. So Ferrari does, does not have. Yes. It's not an SUV. Like it's a FUV. It. And actually, I'm all right. I can't believe I'm gonna defend this. I'm fending the purse off weight right now. I hated it. Hated it less. Hated it less. I adore it now because I'm stupid. Don't it's adore a, I'm with you up to don't hate it. But I, I've come around on it, dude. I don't know what it is. I think it's a really good looking car. And maybe the fact that it it's it ended up not being quite the SUV that we all expected it to be. It's more like a lifted wagon to me. But I don't know. You're also looking at me like, with these eyes. This, like this was stupid. the best looking yours that I've ever seen in my life. I, it was the Riff wide body one. I, like, I, I forgot that's yeah. not it for me right there. I mean, it was a massive cash grab. They grabbed that cash. Yeah. I mean, the only half, reason they made it. It's the it, same reason yeah. why they Porsche did the Cayenne. Like Porsche made the Cayenne because they, they needed to survive. Go, yeah, Correct, yes. Go Lamborghini wasn't going to go bankrupt. At least I don't think. That's what was happening to Lamborghini. They were doing shit. They only had the Avenger. The Huracan did really well, but they were in direct competition with the Audi R8. 
And it was like, why would a Volkswagen group do that? Why would sure. they make two cars almost identical to each other mm-hmm. and one's just $100,000? But then Urus did what it needed to do in the same way that Cayenne did what it needed to do I for know. Porsche. I, dude, I just... The Urus looks like a pig. I <laughs> sure, I get that. Uh, what I will say, I think it's absolutely obnoxious that a Purusangwe is going for half a mil. Yeah, like it, it is, uh, and, yeah, and not, and not. That's that's not with that's not with ADM. That is, you order a Purusangwe from Ferrari, and it's going to cost you at least five hundred grand. I'm just like, that's obnoxious. It's because I mean, a G wagon can cost you five hundred grand, but it's also like a G wagon squared, you know, yeah. or. What's, what's a six by six going for? Oh, a million plus. Show them display cars though. You can't drive. Exactly. Okay. All right. But G, but a G sixty three squared, you can. Yeah. And that, God, I can't believe I'm going to say that it's worth five hundred grand because it's not. Yeah. But like, I would much rather put five hundred Gs to a G sixty three squared than I would a Pura Sangue. And it would be a write off. And yours. And it would be a write off. That's true. Or two yours is. Yeah. I mean, because they're 6,000 pounds. Three really shitty years. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> I'd rather have a lifted Tahoe. Dude, they're going up in value. I'd rather that's have a lifted Tahoe. Look on your face. They're going up Listen, like, the Urus is the, cool. The Chevy girl. Perks. Just being real. Yeah. The Urus is cool. It's got its perks, but, like, I True. think they nailed it with the concept, and I think yeah. that they just, like, ruined it with the actual production car. I will say, the Performante looks way better, and it actually yeah. has a lot more power yeah. to it, as much as I... I like, mean, regular Urus is fast. It's quick. Yeah. It's quick. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I feel like it just doesn't make sense. Like, why would Lamborghini do it? Like, Bentley makes sense. Like, they're a luxury brand. Rolls-Royce makes sense. Luxury brand. Maserati, who cares what they're doing, right? I don't know why Lotus did it. I don't know why Lamborghini did it. I don't know why Ferrari did it, other than cash wrap. I mean, Lotus needed it more than anybody else out of those peeps. We'll uh-huh. see if they even do well with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're going to do well in China. I cool cars, but I don't, yeah. I don't know how long they're going to last. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> know, Stamp that. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton on order. I mean, I that honestly forget the SUV. I think the Amira is going to be the the hit, the hit yeah. because I mean it's eighty grand. Like the price is like one of the best. No it's one of the best eighty grand cars you can get, assuming they don't show up with a million issues. Are they electric? Uh, huh? Are they electric? electric? The American manual too. What, yeah. what are they? V6? Yeah. yeah. You can get, you can get the V6 or the AMG four cylinder. Yeah, I'd rather have a super for four. They're like years. road track cars. Like they're not. They're pretty as shit though. I'll give oh them yeah, that. they're yeah. They're, they're really pretty. Inside and out. Uh, it's. I think the Amira. What's so great about it is it takes what the Evora did, and exactly. makes it better. Yeah. In, in in most cases and whatnot. Um, I hope that they sell well because I really want them to succeed. I think that car rules. Everyone I know who's got one on order, they got to drive the two that were in town, loved it. They actually like the automatic better than the manual. I've heard that the automatic is actually pretty solid. Yeah. They said it, it balances super well. I mean, it's, it's kind of like the same idea if you wanted to get like a 911. But, are they, but they're dailying that thing. If you're going to actually, yeah. which, which is fine, but if you're going to be, if you're in a Mira owner, I... I'm dailying it, sure, but what I'm really going to do is take it out and just wring its neck. Well, and again, like and that's the, why the market for that, like it's not, it's not the Ferrari guys, it's not the Lambo guys, it's the the Corvette guys, the, the with Porsche guys, one. the base model Porsche guys. Like that's really where you're at with that kind of stuff. King, I mean, again, especially with GT4 peeps, yeah, yeah, especially with like where the price is at. Like that's what it's at, and I <laughs> like GT4 sick. It's a perfect track. GT4. I know, Cody. I know you hate Porsche. It has 300 horsepower. It might as well be a Miata. Go get a Miata and save yourself 90 grand. GT4 does not. Hey, have I'm gonna let you do that. 
I would never. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would never. The GT4 RS, especially with the... Four RS is very sick. Is the most GT4 is not sick. Nutty. They're both pretty sick, dude. No. I don't know. We go back and forth on this. Bo- Boxer Spider, I think, is the most... I also, I'm also kind of waiting for Amira to come out with, like... The new Amira, like I don't, I don't Tracker. know anything about that. Oh, like just the GT you know 400 for the award. You know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Right, like oh, it's gonna be. And sick. that's gonna be yeah. probably insane. We're hoping, right? right. We we'll just hope it doesn't take two years to put out. Like, True. The Amira. Um, quick question, because we mentioned uh, already that you did go out to the UK earlier this fall and whatnot. You got a chance to go ahead. McLaren Scottsdale hooked it up with the MTC tour and whatnot. How was that? It was really cool. Yeah, I like. I don't really have many more words than that. I mean, like driving into the facility is honestly like super sick. Um, I, I it's just one of those things you got to be there to see it. Um, going into the actual technology center is really cool. It's like you know beautiful display. Everything in there is spotless. Yeah, I mean like there is not a speck of dust anywhere in that entire place. Um, you walk in, they have the twenty twenty two F one cars, which I'm sure by now they've got the twenty three sitting there. Mm-hmm. I think they brought them back already. Um, and they've got the trophies from this year, right? They had the, the two. They yeah. had two trophies. The podiums, yeah. And then they had the Richard Mill um, watch sitting with it, which is actually That's Cody. Sick. I'm going to show you that one. Wow. Dude, yeah. super oh. sick. Big yeah. old glass case. Oh. Um, so you go there, then they put us in like this little, like, I mean, like, as cool as it was and like as awesome as it was that I was there, I was just like another person there. Like, yeah. You know, they take really good care of you when you show up, they act like you're. You know a whoever mm-hmm. but like i let the guy know very clearly very quickly like i am not an owner like i'm just i'm here because and you're I've a spectator cool, yeah i got cool connections right. so they treated me really well you know like they showed off some of their cars like they had the artists sitting in like the little display they like all this really cool art like i wish i took more pictures of the art that was in there because mm-hmm. it was all i don't know i mean you guys have seen like the the people that'll take like old race car like tires and make it in like a table yeah it was that kind of shit where like they like they like <laughs> they like a 765 lt wing that they like extended yeah. essentially as a table that's and awesome. you're like what and it's like pure carbon fiber like, this yeah. is the coolest thing ever um so i was sick and then you come out and then they've got all their production cars lined up so everything from the f1 all the way out to the 765 lt um, the only one they didn't have, which I thought was interesting, they didn't have a Senna mm-hmm. out, and they also did not have, well, I mean, the Solos are making so many of them. However, and I, you're not allowed to take pictures. It's kind of weird. You, you can, like, see in, and they say you can basically take a picture of anything away from that glass wall. So I got to see some body panels of the next five Solos that were coming out. Oh, cool. Specs are insane. Nice. Um, one of them... Probably gonna end up on worse spec. We'll see. <laughs> but the other four were beautiful, um, and I mean, like their paint is awesome. So that yeah. was really cool. They had three. I think they had four F ones. They had F one, F one GTR, and then the F one LM. Um, and I've got pictures of the interior, so you guys can see like the side by side comparison of the three. Because like you really see where they went from like production car to like cooler production car to like full blown race car. Nice. Um, so I'll show you guys that in a bit. Um, and then they had the P1, they had the production one that was like, you know, their first model, like VIN number one. That was sitting there, they had VIN number one MP412C, um, which, you know, it was cool. It's, uh, I mean, it's an important car in their history for sure. Yeah, yeah, and then they had, you know, 600, they had the 765, the all carbon one, that was sitting there. Yeah. Um, and then, so you see all that, and then you go down this super long hallway of like, all, ooh, you know, I just back up. They also had Bruce McLaren's car oh cool i don't know what to call it because it's not quite a car it's not quite a race car it's like this little something <laughs> i don't know how to explain it it's it's this rinky dink little thing 
that he went and took out and like completely modified. And they give you like the whole story of like how he modified it to race and everything. Um, and then they got like, you know, a statue of him like sitting next to it. That's cool. So that was super neat. Um, you know, you get like the whole history of everything. Um, they show you like where the queen came in and like did her, I don't know, thing, uh, America's better or whatever. Um, and so then you're on this like super long hallway, which is like every single trophy they've won. Yeah. For like anything they've ever done. So they had also oh, not just department one, but just the entire motorsport. They had a raft trophy where like they went down a river and one of the guys in the clearing team won. They had a couple like random little things. You get to the end, there's a Lego Senna, the one that's quote unquote drivable. Sick. Yeah. I'd be the most excited about that. I'll show you guys a picture of that too. Um, and then you go to like this wall, it looks like a false wall, and they like push it open. And it's just really cool, like James Bond looking hallway. Um, and then you go out to the factory and the factory is also like spotless. Um, and like I do industrial engineering and manufacturing. So I was kind of nerding out. And yeah. The poor tour guide, I feel bad for him. I was asking like all these like nerd questions. And <laughs> and he was like, dude, I don't know that stuff. Um, but the whole place was silent, which was kind of the craziest part. Yeah. Um, like you go into a manufacturing line and like, I don't know if any of you guys have been onto a factory floor, but it's usually like super loud. You hear stuff everywhere. This place was dead silent. Um, even where they like test the cars when they like rev them in the factory and like check it out it's in like a closed box in a sense um, you can see them doing you kind of hear like a faint like growl of the cars um, at that time that was on it was a 765 um, it was like one of the last couple that they were going to put out so you know I'm sure that that one's going to hit the owner in a couple months nice um, but uh, yeah I mean the place is dead silent which is super weird but it was really cool uh, and then we finished it and then we learned more about the factory like the you know the whole place they were telling like I don't know like weird stuff like oh yeah this whole place was made so like everything has a purpose so like the whole like water like setup they got up front like the little mini lake like they were saying that, that basically is the water for all their air conditioning and heating units so they perfectly keep that water at like a certain temperature so that when it like runs through all the AC it like keeps the place at an exact temperature yeah. um, you know they're, like they are even saying like yeah we stocked with a specific amount of carp to keep the algae like the amount of detail they went into is ridiculous even the steps up this little like spin staircase you go up like they said that basically they tracked i don't know who it was like ceo someone f1 i don't remember who but they're like we tracked like his like cadence and like how he steps and like we made the stairs match that oh wow like what the heck like that's such weird stuff that is so unnecessary yeah Yeah, but, yeah. but like everything there has a purpose and like again props to this tour guide like he was able to tell you everything and i was like i i kind of joked with him i was like oh so you know like this railing like on the side of the walkway like why is it this height he's like oh actually oh, and i was like are you serious like, <laughs> that's funny. i was poking fun um but no it's it's super sick um it's it's not open to the public so you gotta either be an owner you gotta know somebody to get in right um but it was it was probably one of the coolest experiences i've had at right. least um i've now trying to set up plans to go to Italy to go check out the other factories. I think you need to. We'll see what happens just yeah. to see the comparison. But it was super, super, super neat. That's I don't want awesome. to talk about it too much more. No, no, no. It's awesome, dude. Seriously, because yeah. that's freaking insane. And I think anybody who has the ability to go ahead and actually head on out there needs to do so. Oh. I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up here in just a second. But I did want to go ahead and have Cody tell us a little bit more about the Hypercar Invitational. Because you mentioned the fact we talked about McLaren, and then here you are going ahead and taking a fucking selfie with Lando. <laughs> that was actually sick. That was so sick. Yeah, Lando's actually a super nice dude. Yeah. Genuinely. He was really, really cool. But 
that whole thing only came up because the guy who owns the Zonda that we were with. Yeah. Lando had interest in that car. And I was right next Yo, to Lando. Man, Lando's got some serious, not only car cred, but his taste is like immaculate. Yeah, his mirror is crazy. That. Yeah, blue one. Yep. Anyways, Devin said, tell him you own the car. Get him to come over and see it. So I went up to Lando. I was like, hey, bro, I own the Zonda. Like, I know we talked back and forth on Instagram. Like, do you want to come see it or drive it or whatever you want? And he's like, yeah, I'll meet you guys over there. And I was like, that was stupid. Like, that feels fake. And then he came over, talked to Devin for a couple hours, and, like, actually got to know the real owner, and that was cool. Unbelievable. Um, and Hypercar Invitational was the best event I've ever been to. It was more fun than Car Week. Like, it was actually the most fun car event I've ever gone to, so I'll push that to anybody. Um, very welcoming. The media side of it was nuts. Um, the media center was crazy. Like, they had food for us, drinks, everything we needed, which was a first for me, especially doing media. Most of the time, media has walked all over. Um, but it was a really great thing, so shout-out to... Uh, Ollie for getting me involved with that. That was a really fun thing. Yeah. No, your sets from the entire event were absolutely ridiculous. That was like, cool. And I say this a lot, but it really was some of your best work that you've put out on the entire year. Thanks. Yeah, Appreciate it. Yeah. And it's just, again, just the reinvigoration of everything yeah. you've been doing. And after a wild year that you had, all of you, everybody sitting at this table has had a ex- ridiculous wild year. And I'm so happy that you guys were able to go ahead and take some time out of your Wednesday night five days before Christmas um, and just hang out with me here tonight. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up here because I know that somebody's got to get to dinner and I don't want to go ahead and make her late. So I apologize. Um, but I appreciate you making it all the way out. Um, Brandon, thank you for wanting to hang out with us this evening. It's been a treat to get a chance to know you and I wish you nothing but success uh, throughout the entire time with everything that you and car scenes are doing. Shout out. To everybody that works with you, go ahead and give out your uh, your IG handles and all that. It's just Car Scenes, it's C-A-R-S-C-E-N-E-Z, and that's pretty much across all platforms. So, But yeah, thank you for having me on. I hope to be here again. It was an absolute pleasure. For and sure, man. You know, thank you, um, thank you, Alex, for you know also the invite to come out here. So yeah, I'm just super grateful to be sitting here tonight. Oh, it was man. awesome. It's our treat, dude. It's our treat. AJ, you can go ahead and find him at AJ.ShipItPhoto. It's just Shipit.Photo. That, that's the one. That's okay. I don't post. <laughs> Please change that. Please change that. Um, if you want to go ahead and get in contact privately with him uh, for any shoots and whatnot, please send him a DM um, and all that good stuff. He, mm. Right? Can I do a shameless plug? Of course you Very can. Very shameless plug. Of course. Uh, I'm making some really cool hoodies soon. I think by the time this drops, they should be live on my website. Okay. Okay. So, check them out. Okay. Just, link link is in is in your bio. Uh, yeah. Okay. It will be. It will be. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. Hey, links in bio. Link Let's go. In the bio. Let's go. <laughs> Alex, where can we go ahead and find all of your pages? Um, automotive underscore Alex mm-hmm. and F eighty Alex. That's it. Awesome. Easy. Um, Caitlin has like about 17 of them we're just gonna we're just gonna say krc.auto that's the big one that's the one i focus on unless you want to see my camaro but that's yeah. in the bio of the other ones <laughs> oh but actually no in all seriousness shout out to az cycle auto parts of course let's yeah, go ahead and give them course. let's plug them yeah that's right that's that, where i work that well i was just saying that yeah oh yeah shout shout out to them um and then uh cody where can they find you my friend cjm photography sweet hopefully nobody goes ahead and takes your page down again but he got but you got it back within like five hours yeah I had to pay money yeah, 400 bucks good guy. 400, but it was uh, was it worth it I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah 
But right. like, it shouldn't have happened. Should it shouldn't have happened in the beginning. I know you're not listening. You fucking narc. Yeah. You fucking narc. Not even a narc. You're just a bitch. Punk ass bitch. Don't do it again. That was rude. I didn't even post anything bad. No. I talk shit on my other pages. I know. Rude. It's, it was ridiculous. It, it, it is stupid, me. bro. Yeah. But you do have the backup page, which has two Ys, so if you guys want to go ahead and check that no, out. No, I deleted that one. Did please? you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nobody, no nobody go to that, account. please. No yeah. shameless plug on that. Um, and then uh, from me, well, you know, a uh, very happy holiday season to everybody that's been listening. We, I appreciate it very much. Um, thank you to everybody that's here at this table. You guys have all been amazing to me over the last couple of years that I've known you. It's a, truly an honor and a privilege to call you all friends. Um, I was going to shout out everybody, but I can't because it's too long. So I'll do an Instagram post for it later. But I wish you all a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. If you celebrated Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, Happy Kwanzaa. And then from us to all of you, a very happy new year and a very safe new year. I hope 2024 fucking rules for everybody who's listening. I hope it fucking rules for everybody in this table. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. 200K by, 20, by the end of 2024. 20k by the end of 2024, 100k by Memorial Day, 50k by the by fucking Christmas next year. Got it. 20 20k. Let's make it happen. That's and then me. If I could just get to 900 followers, I would. Hey, shameless plug. Fermenting target. Give them a follow. We gotta give them to a thousand followers by the end of this year. That was supposed to be the plan, and it's not. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna make it happen. We'll try. We'll try. We're gonna. Ten days. Ten days. Come on. That's that's 18, 18, 20 people a day. I, I, I just got to put up a lot of reels. That's really what it is. But that all being said, happy holidays from all of us to you. On behalf of AJ, on behalf of Alex, on behalf of Brandon, on behalf of Caitlin, and on behalf of Cody, my name is Jorge Aquino. You've been listening to Tormenting Tarmac, and this is the podcast where the enthusiast never dies. Have a good night, everybody. Hey guys, before we officially wrap it up, here's just a couple of bloopers from the season finale of Tormenting Tarmac, and we'll go ahead and catch you at the beginning of January with Austin Smith, Summit.Auto, here on Tormenting Tarmac to go ahead and open up season three. But for now, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and here's just a couple of bloopers from this past episode. Twas five nights before Christmas, Papa Tarmac gathers the knights at Echelon's lair. Cody La Cabra, Daddy King... Ugh, <laughs> It's okay. Not today. No. <laughs> Let's try this again. Daddy Kink is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a problem. Exactly. I, I agree to that. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. Let's try it one more time. I respect it. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is this a pay-to-play episode? Or <laughs> what is that? Uh, I don't know. It's this is definitely more of these. Maybe we're there. All right, here we go. Let's try this one more time. As my best. I say you keep it. <laughs> He's, hey, Daddy King. Let's go. Dad, I was on the podcast. Caitlin's <laughs> first ever time on TT. Alex says the name can go both. Alex says that Alex can be good boy or a girl. And Caitlin's like, yeah, Alex can go both ways. On air. Her clients we left it that. in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, not not necessarily. <laughs> really that sounds right. And I'm the conceited one. Really Are you saying the office decided that you go around? I know. What I said was that seeing my own personal growth was my goal. Seeing my own personal improvement. Yeah. But sure, I'm extremely full of myself. I'm rephrasing it for myself. I apologize. <laughs> I, because I, my words were, you are the inspiration, is what I was trying to get at. That's the reason why I said it that way. But you know what? People are going to listen to this podcast right now and be like, Oh my God, Caitlin Clink is one conceited.
karma. People already probably think this is karma. This is karma. Call me a fucking pet. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus. I just watched the interview that you had with Mason about like no cursing or nothing. Like, oh. let's have the gym. <laughs> Who's the authenticity? Yeah. Sorry. You can't, you can't have me on a podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout for, uh, shout yeah. out to Mason. Shout out to Essence of Aesthetics. I was like, this is just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right in the Okay, let, let me tell you something right now. My, and my wife doesn't listen, and she probably shouldn't because I'm holy. <laughs> but shout out to my beautiful wife. And she's had this conversation with me saying, do you curse on the podcast? And I said, I try not to. I try not to. Every single person, and every single person that's in this room right now with me that has done a podcast knows that the level of explicit that you have to put on these podcasts is so bad. I'm ashamed. Do I give a fuck? Not at all. I can turn it up. Let's say this is the holiday edition, guys. Okay, let's take it down. You know. How many fucks do you have to drop before it becomes unrated? It's not like a number. Uh, no, <laughs> so you get, you have, you get one for PG thirteen. Two actually now. Two now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So progressive. Yeah. Oh my god. Unbelievable. So this is uh, rated R. This is hard R. Hard R, right? Oh, now. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, That's a crazy statement, dude. I'm clipping that shit for sure. <laughs> and there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed a couple of those bloopers. Again, we'll go ahead and catch you in January. This is Jorge signing off. Have a great day and a happy holiday season. This is that time of the year.